Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Modest Millionaire. I am your host, Andrew Johnson, and I have been very busy moving into my new home. We are just getting settled in, and I figured I had a few hours to compose this podcast. There's a lot going on in the world, and let's dive into that right now. Well, it's been an interesting few months. My car died, so I ended up getting another car. I got a 2015 Altima with 38,000 miles on it. I got it from a dealer down in Florida. I was able to get it for $10,000. He was asking $12,000 originally. Got it for $10,000 out the door. And it was pretty good. You know, no car payments, just paid cash for it. My other car was burning oil. And this brings me to my next point where I think a lot of people now should start strapping in and not buying houses, not buying cars. I mean, by not buying, I mean not financing large purchases like cars or houses because we are in dire straits financially, uh, especially with all that's going on with Congress and the debt ceiling. The government just wants to keep printing more money and adding more fuel to the fire, which will cause more inflation. And I believe we're going to be doomed ultimately. So this is the depression era of our generation, of our lifetime. So strap in, start buying groceries in bulk, peanut butter and jelly, ramen noodles, macaroni and cheese kind of broke, okay? Live like there's going to be no tomorrow because the future is uncertain. And with our government the way it is, there might not be a tomorrow. So stockpile your pennies, work two jobs, whatever you got to do to get ahead. Let's do it. A lot of you know that I am the youngest of five kids and we grew up with a single mother. So this is nothing new for me. Um, Eating spaghetti and marinara sauce with no meatballs or no garlic bread, Uh, ramen noodles, mac and cheese, peanut butter and jelly for lunch every day. Um, This would not be a big drastic change for me. But a lot of you guys out there are used to living a high lifestyle and that's a fine and dandy, but in these times, it's probably a good idea to start brown bagging your lunch, cooking your meals, doing meal prep. That way, you can stretch your dollars. Has anybody noticed that gas is over $3 a gallon again? Yeah, so, you know, things aren't going down. They're going to be going up. It ain't coming down anytime soon. Like I said, with this debt ceiling, they're going to just keep raising the ceiling and making inflation worse and worse. Uh, it's just going to be a, a nightmare um, seems like the Democrats are spending all this money on nonsense, protecting borders of other countries, but won't protect our own border. Uh, it makes absolutely zero sense. You're going to make a, another country sovereign, but you won't have our country be sovereignty with all these people invading our border. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, the world we live in now is just really ridiculous.
So a lot of people have been shopping in the Dollar Tree, and the Dollar Tree isn't always the cheapest. Um, Walmart, Aldi, a lot of those other stores have stuff for cheaper than $1.25. So broaden your horizons and always keep an eye out for good deals, especially on food. Um, like I said, prep your meals, do meal planning. Um, you can stretch your dollar pretty good if you're willing to eat you know, spaghetti and marinara sauce, you no know, meatballs, peanut butter and jelly, ramen noodles, stuff like that. Uh, cereal for breakfast, you know. I can't go without having coffee every day, though. I just won't sacrifice that. So I don't have to go to Starbucks. I can make it at home, which is what I suggest everybody else do. Bring your little thermos with you, fill it up, and there you go. All right, so now I'm at my new house here waiting for these appliance people. This is why I'm doing my podcast now to knock it out for the day. Um, I'm hoping that they're not going to be delayed and have to be waiting here all hours of the day, wasting my day. I got stuff to do. Um, I'm sure everybody else out there is doing their thing. Um, Like I said, I have another job. I have two jobs plus this podcast. You know, plus being a father and all that other stuff. It's a lot on my plate. And I'm just, you know, grinding through. Today I'm just going to be chilling out, waiting for his appliance guy to come. And uh, hopefully, you know, he'll come soon. So as you all have seen in the news, the China has sent some kind of a balloon with surveillance equipment in there, and it was shot down over South Carolina. Now I'm just finding out today, I'm sure everybody has heard by now, that this thing was even larger than they anticipated. And it was like 30 stories tall, that satellite or camera, whatever the heck was in that balloon. And they're still trying to find pieces to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that can't be, you can't have, uh, surveillance balloons flying over international airspace. They will be shot down every time. I mean, that just makes sense. Um, we don't need spy balloons and, uh, it's totally uncalled for. Uh, I'm not really a Biden fan, but I am pretty happy that he did decide to shoot that thing down. Although he could have shot it down a week earlier over Alaska, where pretty much nobody lives in that section of Alaska. And it could have been done earlier. But better late than never. Now, I have stated in another podcast, I believe this time of trial is temporary as far as the stock market goes. But as far as the debt ceiling goes, this is just going to get worse and worse over time. But I do feel that once we elect another president, one that's Republican, obviously, (laughs) that we will have better financial times. Case in point, Donald J. Trump. Um, If you look at your 401ks now, not so great. Under Trump, they were great. Okay, so I just don't believe that uh, 
this kind of politics is going to stand forever here because we are just getting our butts kicked financially and investments and interest rates, inflation, it's just not good. And I really couldn't believe in the midterms that people weren't smart enough to vote out a lot of these people that are causing this destruction. Um, I guess some people are just stuck on stupid and they like misery. But most of us don't like this misery and would like to move on with our lives and be more financially stable. Um, I believe that the middle and lower class pay the highest tax rates, which is ridiculous. We should be paying less and having these billionaires pay more. Um, by that, I mean get rid of some of these tax loopholes that protect the uh, wealth of these individuals. Well, everybody else working 80 hours a week is picking up the slack. All right, now speaking of finances and interest rates, I got a $3,000 balance on one of my credit cards. And the minimum payment, I think, is like $92. $56 of that is interest every month. Every month. You're never going to pay that down. So what I did was wrote a check for $3,000 and paid it off. Now, I know a lot of people don't have $3,000 lying around, and I have a solution for you. If you have decent credit, you can apply for a zero-interest credit card for, let's say, 18 months, and then you can start knocking that down with no interest, and then once that interest rate goes away, hopefully you could come up with another 1200 bucks to pay it off or perhaps find another zero interest credit card and just keep flipping them because that way you'll get headway because if it's $56 a month interest, you're never going to pay it off. You'll be paying this until you're 90 years old because like just like a house, most of that payment is going to interest and not to principal, especially these credit cards are like 29 and 35% now or even more because the interest rates are ridiculous. So next time you get your credit card statements, take a look at the bill. Take a look at the interest you're paying on that. Um, there are several credit cards that offer 0% interest for 24 months or even 18 months or something like that or a year. Uh, anything is good. Apply for those, balance transfer it, and start paying down your credit card bills. Okay, be smart about it. Don't be paying that high interest for unnecessary, very unnecessary um, we were being gouged on everything. Um, I was paying for a storage locker, 10 by 10, $50 a month. I got a letter in the mail, inflation, $100. Really? $50 extra for inflation? You don't do anything. It's just stuff parked in the garage. It's just price gouging at its finest. And I know there is inflation, but a lot of companies are using this inflation trick to really just price gouge people. So I'm still here chilling like a villain, waiting for those appliance guys to show up. They said between 8 and 12, it's almost 9 o'clock in the morning. 
I'm not expecting them to be here till about 12 noon. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I really hate service appointments when you're like, we'll be there between eight and six, one and five or whatever, and then they, they don't show up. Um, I had Best Buy do that. I ordered some TVs and they were supposed to install them, never showed up. No call, nothing. Just made you wait all day for nothing. I was livid when I went in there the next day and told them, hey, you expect people to wait all day, then you don't show up and you don't even call? What the heck? So they fixed it. And I eventually got my stuff, my TVs and my appliances. But uh, yeah, I get annoyed with that. People don't care about people anymore. They just say, hey, you wait, make them wait, make them wait. You know, I feel like you're in jail. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but yeah, I get really annoyed with these uh, time windows. So down here in the south, they have cameras that take pictures of your license plates and they run it through a database to see if you have insurance on your car. And if you don't, it's $500 fine and they suspend your license. So needless to say, guess who got a ticket? Yours truly, even though I had insurance at the time. Nice try though, I think they just snap pictures of random cars and hope they catch someone because uh, if they did their homework, they would know a lot of these people do in fact have insurance. So I just had to mail in uh, a copy of my insurance. I had to mail it in rather. I just had to upload it to a, a website and uh, was pretty much off the hook on that one. And it was totally out of pocket. You know, I just got liability insurance on my car because it's paid off and I don't need any of that fancy schmancy stuff. I've never needed uh, car insurance. Um, somebody ripped my mirror off when I was driving. They hit me and I used their insurance, but so far I've been a safe driver. If you've got an older car, you might as well just get liability on it. No sense in overpaying. Oh my God, this is a big ripoff. So I moved down here from Illinois, a cross country move and it was expensive. And then they hold your stuff hostage and say, hey, you know what? You had more stuff than we anticipated. So now we're gonna jack up your bill, $2,000. So this is what I recommend anybody moving cross country, get a pod, load it yourself and have it shipped down. Screw these moving companies, okay? Because they are out to get you. And half of my stuff went missing or it's broken. My lawnmower's gone. A lot of my plates got broken. I packed them really well and they're all smashed up. So apparently what they do is they put all your stuff on a huge semi and then like four or five different people that are moving, they just move your stuff in and out, in and out. And of course, the more times you move stuff in and out of a semi, the more stuff busts. So that's what they do. They bust your stuff and charge you triple price. So word of the wise, if you're moving anywhere, this is what I should have done was either get a pod or just sell every freaking thing you own and move down with your clothes on your back and a, you know, a suitcase full of clothes. 
and any little knickknacks you want that you can stick in your car. But yeah, if I had to do it all over again, I would have just sold everything. It would have been a hell of a lot cheaper, and I wouldn't have to pay storage for over a year, plus thousands of dollars to move it down. And I bet you 90% of the stuff I'm not even going to use. So, <laughs> word of the wise, get rid of the stuff before you move. So down here in Biloxi, they have a lot of casinos. And, you know, a lot of casinos. What else do they have? A lot of pawn shops. And those pawn shops got a lot of good stuff in there. So I'm going to go get a lawnmower from there. And, uh, you know, I don't need nothing fancy. My lot's not that big. It's an acre, but um, most of it's wetlands. So I don't have to maintain that. It's just trees. So I'm just gonna buy a lawnmower from there. Um, back in Illinois, I had a lawnmower I bought for $50, and it lasts me eight years. So you don't have to overpay for stuff, you know. I'm pretty cheap. They say frugal, but I, my wife calls me cheap because I always look for the deal. And uh, I pretty much always get a great deal most of the time. But she always ribs me about that. She likes to blow money. I like to save money. So if it wasn't for me, we wouldn't have nothing in the bank. <laughs> so as it goes, you always got to have at least one financial savvy person in the relationship. Otherwise, you're going to be hitting the iceberg, if you know what I mean, financially. Well, of course, everybody knows food is really expensive now. Well, now there has been a big influx of people going to food pantries and stuff like that. But if you can get to a food pantry and you're having trouble buying food, putting food on the table for the family, go ahead and get the assistance. There should be no shame in your game. And if you don't get the food, it goes to waste anyways. Um, so I would hit up those food pantries, stock up your pantry, so that way you'll have food to eat and it'll kind of soften a blow with this big expensive food bills a lot of people can't afford. Um, I know some people feel uh, ashamed, I guess, of going to get the help, but don't feel ashamed if you need the help, go get it. Um, it's there for you. Why not take advantage of it? All right, I came up with a poor man's shopping list, $20 shopping list. You can either go to Walmart or Aldi, maybe the Dollar Tree, but I don't recommend the Dollar Tree, really. It's really the Dollar 25 tree, and once they went to that, I just said, the heck with them, I'm not going in there anymore because it's not a deal anyway. Even at a dollar price point, you can find stuff at Walmart for cheaper that's under a dollar. So either way, they're profiting. So anywho, here is my shopping list. 20 bucks, half gallon of milk, a box of cereal from Aldi. You have to go to Aldi for this one because the cereal is like under three bucks. So I figured six bucks for that. I'd get a pound of pasta for a dollar. 
and uh, $2.35 bottle of pasta sauce. I'd get a loaf of bread for a buck twenty-five, dollar ninety-nine for peanut butter, and we'll be at there like ten dollars or something. And then I would get some chicken drumsticks. Okay, that'd be enough food for you to eat for at least a week, maybe a week and a half. If you do leftovers, you could probably stretch it for two weeks. So the poor man's shopping list. Okay. Got to think outside the box here. You buy a loaf of bread and a jar of peanut butter. That's your lunch for the week at work. Peanut butter sandwich. Don't even buy water. Just go to the filtered water uh, fountain. Fill up your bottle with filtered water. Me, I got a refrigerator with a filter in it and an ice maker. I never buy bottled water no more. That's an expense wiped out. Just fill up my thermos with the water. And there we go. Ice-cold, filtered water for the very low cost of probably two cents a bottle, if if that. Um, Filter lasts pretty long on these refrigerators nowadays. Just got to keep up with them. But yeah, buy a refrigerator with a water filter and an ice maker. That's one of the best investments. I bought one for $1,500. It was a refrigerator. It ended up being on sale for $12.99 after I bought it, and I got the money back, so it was really a great deal. Uh, I'm a Geek Squad member at Best Buy. I guess they call it Total Tech now. And uh, you get the lower price pretty much on everything. So, yeah, the $20 poor man's shopping list, red beans and rice is a good cheap meal. Um, you could get macaroni and cheese, ramen noodles, um, protein. You got the peanut butter. Get some chicken drumsticks. Those are relatively inexpensive. Every day for breakfast, eat a bowl of cereal. That'll save you some money. There's ways to pinch pennies. We just got to do it. All right, have you guys been in the Dollar Tree lately? The Dollar 25 tree, as I call it. And even that's not even accurate because there's stuff in there for five, 10, 15 bucks. Um, I believe Dollar General owns the Dollar Tree. The Dollar Tree really is crap now. They should just convert those Dollar Trees into Dollar Generals and call it a day and get rid of the Dollar Tree moniker because it's really stupid, I would say. and. I just don't get it. I mean, I think they're going to lose a lot of people because they have a lot more options out there than going to the dollar twenty-five and up tree. And a lot of their stuff is crap, you know. So that's my two cents on that. Now, a lot of us eat way too much. We'll eat like three or four servings of something without batting an eye. So I think this is a good time to start lowering your portions of food so that way your food will stretch more and you'll lose weight as well. I know I could stand to lose a few pounds as well, and this is what I am trying to work on. Um, I am a cheap guy, I guess you would say, frugal, 
my wife says cheap, but uh, I try to save money where I can because I am really just saving as much as possible for retirement. You know, a million dollars nowadays doesn't go as far as it used to. So every little bit helps. So if you can stretch it out, you know, eat a little less, it'll stretch your food budget more. And that way you can lose weight as well as save money at the same time, if that's possible, which I think it is. Try it out. Let me know how that works out for you. So a couple weeks ago, the family and I, we were kind of hungry, and my wife had to work. She works 12 hours at a hospital, and uh, I'm not going to expect her to come home and cook a big meal. So we ordered some Chinese food. So it was like $38, and we get this food. Ordered some chicken fried rice and a couple other dishes. There's like two pieces of chicken in there and all rice. They really skimp on it. And they don't skimp on the price. The prices are exorbitant. And they give you like one piece of chicken in there. So what a ripoff. I ain't never going back there again. So a lot of these restaurants are trying to pull a fast one on you, giving you a lot less food for more money. Now, I just said in my last segment to try to eat less. That's fine if you're making the food and you're preparing it, yes. But if you're buying it from a restaurant and you're getting it for a family and you get really skimped on I mean come on what a rip off and then they got mad when I was a couple minutes late picking it up because they closed at 8 o'clock things down in the south here close early all these restaurants and there's nothing open but the horrible waffle house that's got terrible food I think but I did find an IHOP that's 24 hours which is way better than waffle house Now, speaking of food, have you guys seen that viral video of that lady who works for DoorDash who got the $8 tip and was screaming into the ring doorbell demanding more money? I mean, come on, lady. I would be calling DoorDash immediately getting that lady fired. Um, You know, you took the order and you knew how much the tip was. Then why would you take the order? I don't get it. And the other thing is that people ordering on these sites are already paying four or five times the price of the original food item plus a delivery charge plus a tip so they're already getting gouged so of course they're going to skimp on the tip that just makes sense right i don't get it you know you know you're going to be an independent contractor you're going to have to allow for that i drove for uber before i made basically zero dollars in tips only people pay either fare and not a dime more. A lot of people are cheap. I don't know why, but they are. But, you know, you should tip people like that. But you shouldn't be screaming in someone's doorbell demanding more money. And then running off with their food that was uncalled for. And you should be fired for that. All right, guys, thanks for listening to this episode of The Modest Millionaire. I'm going to sign off now, 
and I will be back soon. So keep looking out for my podcasts, and God bless you all, and I hope you guys subscribe to my podcast. You will enjoy it. Trust me. Um, I think I'm a little bit funny as well. And yeah, we'll party like it's 1978. But anyways, that's all for me right now. I'll talk to you guys later.